Hello and welcome to Wine Blast, the podcast that brings wine to life with a smile and a glass half full. And today, a stopwatch. <laughs> I'm here with my husband, lockdown drinking partner and fellow master of wine, Peter Richards. And our aim today is to make our shortest wine blast ever. <laughs> It's here. The clock is here. It's ticking. Yeah. Well, we're going to make our shortest one, and it's not just because because we want to get done and have a drink, is it? It's not just because of that. Maybe. No. What it is is about experimentation. It's about tinkering with the format. It's about. I think it's good to try new things, isn't it? Yep. It's good to go bite size. Like shredded wheat. Like shredded wheat. <laughs> That's our new strategy. Wine for line. breakfast. Bite size like shredded wheat. Wine, but anyway. Um, and I think more than anything, we wanted to, to work out what works best for you, our lovely listeners and, and sort of extended drinking partners, which also makes me think we should have a name for our lovely community of wine, oh, wine blasters. What about um, blasters? Or oh, blasted winos? <laughs> Plasters. Plasted, plasters. <laughs> Plasterers. Anyway. So answers um, on a tweet, maybe. Absolutely. But let's mm. keep focused. You yes. know, we've got to keep this short. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make a deliberately shorter show and see, yeah, see how you like it. Um, and we also wanted to get away from the, the podcast format that's all about a, a really long introduction before you ever get to the meat of, of the show, which really? is yeah. obviously why anybody's listening and I like when you've place. done that I like the meat of the show you've, you've set me up perfectly have I I'm going I'm to cut How to the chase here look, look what I'm going to do you know because we're talking today we're going to be talking about Syrah a we subject are. that is very close to my heart and your heart and mine it's a great it's famous for making meaty sort of peppery vivid wines mm, mm. okay so there we are there's our link we're on we're, we're, <laughs> we're off on and running so we've had a listener question haven't we from Tom in Leeds about how to find the best new mm. world Rhone style Syrah um, so we're going to be getting our teeth into that one we, we are indeed but before that we're going to be talking to someone else Nick Baker not about Syrah but about Fizz because he is the founder of The Finest Bubble uh, now that's quite a new a London-based sparkling wine retailer whose USP is that they can deliver within not days, but hours. We all, we all need an emergency service for wine, don't we? And well, champagne. champagne yeah. <laughs> one, you, one, one for champagne. Do you, do you think you should have an option when you ring 999? It's like, ambulance, <laughs> please, fire. Or champagne. <laughs> anyway, you might think Nick would have actually been worried when coronavirus struck. I mean, celebrating certainly wasn't the first thing on people's minds, I don't think. Uh, mm. But he has apparently had a particularly busy lockdown and he has some intriguing and funny insights into how we are all coping. So I started by asking him to give us a bit of background to his business. Okay, well, it's it started off as a very small little business. Previous to starting this, I was investing in champagnes, things like Louis Roder Cristal, um, Dom Perignon Inatec, and Krug 98. I, I invested in those champagnes just purely with a view to buying them, leaving them in bond, and selling them back into the market a few years later. Now, the idea struck me that um, I had all this stock, perhaps we could sell a little bit at retail, while it was otherwise just sitting in bond. So this was, a, this was sort of venturing into doing something myself. And as you know, the wine um, wholesaling, retailing market is very well established. So I thought, how do we do it different? And the only thing I could find to do it different was champagne is a very, very different product. And it was, um, can we do fast delivery? And is that important to people? So we, we tested that concept. Do people want champagne quickly? 
and we set a very small website up offering same day delivery. Very quickly, we realized we didn't have enough champagnes and people <laughs> quite liked the service. So, but was this at the time it was just in London? No, we were doing it um, throughout the UK, but same day service was just London. So we literally, I think we started with maybe four champagnes. Very quickly, people liked the service concept and we had to expand very quick with our range. And we were told same day wasn't quite precise enough. So we, we came down to what we do now, which is delivery in London within two hours. Even now, it, during the, the difficult times, we find uh, three hours is, 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 is fine. It's just, just tell me a bit more about your range now then. Obviously, you started with your uh, very small range of, of very, very nice champagnes. Prestige cuvées. Prestige cuvées, absolutely. But you offer how many now? What, what's your range? I, I think last time I checked, we've got over 600 champagnes. One of the challenges is how you manage this, because obviously champagne is the most branded part of, of, of the wine sector. It, it goes without saying, really, that the big brands do sell very well and relatively easily. It makes sense to concentrate our focus on those. Um, more recently, in the last 18 months, two years, we've started bringing on some of the smaller producers because they, they all have their little loyal following. Now, wine, wine delivery businesses have obviously, they've actually been doing incredibly well. But when, when the restrictions were first imposed, what did you think the, the impact was going to be for your business? And, and has, you know, what has happened been very different in reality to what you imagined? Yeah, we had to just really evolve as, as things happened. And because we're an online delivery service, we, we always thought we'd be able to carry on. I think we're seeing levels of trade about two and a half to three times what they normally would be for this time of year. And That's um, incredible. It's gone from... Perhaps historically, a lot of our business during the weekdays was, was corporate. So people gifting, saying congratulations on that deal or happy birthday. One of the things we're finding now is obviously everyone's in, in, in lockdown yeah. and they're cheering each other up. The wedding one's a good one because lots of people during April, May, June, it's, it's the kind of key wedding season. So all these people have their Fridays, Saturdays booked for their, for their weddings. So they've been sending their close um, friends a lovely bottle of champagne and on the day that they were going to get married they all do a call like this and, and and share the champagne so there's been some wonderful things like that going on and one of the things that's happened as well with birthdays which is unusual is people are having you know their usual 30ths 40ths 50ths instead of others sending them champagne they have been <laughs> sending their friends champagne that's very them. kind <laughs> I know purely with the, with the reason to 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 join them online for a, you know, for a birthday celebration. So it's kind of almost the reverse present giving. Are there, are there any really, really funny messages though that you've, you've sort of had that are just nothing to do with particular celebrations? Um, there's been lots of cheer. There's been lots of really short messages actually, just very simply all based around cheer up. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, there's obviously stresses in families and it's, it's quite difficult. That's um, so true, Nick. So true. <laughs> yeah. And so oh, people brilliant. are people are sending just really little snippets of messages, and you know, just to literally say it, it's not that bad. Enjoy a glass. So, oh, 
and why not? Now, as well as your delivery business, you normally run amazing tastings as well, don't you? I know Peter and I have both been to, to your tastings. Right. Those clearly can't happen right now, but you're doing Instagram Live, um, which, uh, which we yes. did join in on on Friday night. Uh, how, yeah. how, are they, how are they going? You know, what, what's well, the reaction well, we to that? We started really as a, as a way to try and give people a little bit of a distraction on a Friday evening. We've worked with um, Essie Avalon, who's um, the first master wine in, in Finland. She's got an exceptional palate and is, is great at describing things. And um, we do them at 6.30 every Friday. So I've got, I've got one final question for you, and it is a difficult one. I'm, I'm going, to, uh, going to admit that right now, because I'm going to ask you for your ideal quarantine wine, but it can't be a wine you sell. Can't be a wine I sell. Uh, but prior to setting up the finest bubble, I used to, I worked in California for a little bit. I, I had great exposure to some, some magnificent uh, wines. One, one of my first, I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna mention this because we don't sell it. I remember this from many years ago in my early days in the wine trade. It's probably Ridge Montebello. In Magnum, of course. In Magnum. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much, Susie. So, Ridge Montebello in Magnum. He's a man with style, isn't he? <laughs> he does things in style, doesn't he? Oh, Nick, I admire you so much. I mean, we just adore that wine, don't we? We do. We um, do. Yeah. And it was really nice to have the man who makes it, Eric Barho, on the yeah. on the show. I think it was episode 10, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, um, I think it was, yeah. Talking yeah. to us about things. In, in, and he was also saying that the 2017, you know, for anyone who's listening to this and thinks about buying, 20, I mean, Ridge Montebello is not cheap, but my word, it's an amazing wine. Yeah, and last and last. Oh, you know, so so the, we had the 95 when we visited, which was yeah. absolutely glorious. He's saying you, the 2017. You, vintage dropping there. <laughs> I'm a little bit. Are yeah. you saying the 2017, the one they're just releasing at the moment, is going to be one of the greats too? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, no, mm. I mean, absolutely. Mm. Um, if you've got the money, go and invest in that. Mm. Um, I, I just love, though, on a slightly more frivolous note, yeah. I love the idea of sending everyone a bottle of the same fizz mm. and then all enjoying it together via Zoom or Skype or whatever yeah. and just knowing you're all drinking the same it thing. It is nice because that's what they do in Spain, interestingly. If it's your birthday in Spain, you're the one who goes out and buys the drinks. Right? I like it. Where, I like and I think, it. That, yeah. I think we English are now yeah. coming to appreciate that I think, model. I think we should, yeah. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, you know, and it's not just for, say, birthdays and weddings. Um, you forget how many things we like to celebrate, you know. Mm. I mean, I think for us just... Getting through to Friday night is a good enough excuse, isn't say, it? We find pretty regular excuses to celebrate. That's the secret <laughs> to the success of our, up, of our Let's life celebrate. and our marriage, I think, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I, was, I love this insight into people's lives uh, that, that Nick's giving us, you know, know. how we're coping uh, with all this lockdown, you know, via the medium of sparkling wine. Yeah, um, and all this yeah, and, and, and the messages are they brilliant, you know. And I love the fact that the gist of a lot of the messages is just, Cheer up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah <laughs> it's yeah, not that yeah, bad, have a glass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just, you know, it's advice for life. It, it is indeed. And there were some other ones, actually, that he, he didn't mention. Um, mm. One of them was, flowers didn't seem appropriate at this time. We wanted to send something more fun and bubbly. There we go. Who needs flowers Who when you can flowers? have a bottle of fizz? Bubbles. Yeah. And then there was, <laughs> there was one that was, uh, here's something to cheer you up, you soppy so-and-so. Would you send that? <laughs> Right. And then I think my favourite was just very simple, very short, not so sweet, but there we go. Now stop moaning. <laughs> that one, was that one you sent to me? Is that... <laughs> well, like, it's a bit unkind, I don't, I don't remember it? having any fizz with that. I just remember no, that being no, shouted no. at. <laughs> um, so anyway, do check out Nick and Essie's Instagram live on a Friday night. Um, the one uh, we joined in featured a lovely grower champagne, didn't mm, it, by Jiminet, yeah. um, which... 
uh, made us think it would be lovely to do a little piece on that. Uh, Grower's Champagne is such a fascinating area at the moment. It is, um, it is. But for now, and in the interests of the balanced and brief show, well we're going to switch focus to red wines made from, as you know, the Syrah grape variety. So without more ado, let's just hear our listener question. Hello, Wine Blast. This is Tom Jenkins from Leeds. The question I have for you is where I should be looking for Syrah type wines similar to the ones you find in the Northern Rome. If you could give me an idea of different expressions from potentially new world countries, that would be very much appreciated. Thanks very much. Thanks for your question, Tom. Um, so where to start? Mm. Well, uh, let's go to the beginning. Um, <laughs> Syrah. So Syrah Shiraz. Syrah is an intriguing grape variety. Thanks for asking about it, Tom. Uh, it's also known, though, as Shiraz. Same grape variety, two different names. Having cake eating it don't know people said it might be because it came from the town of Shiraz in Iran but that doesn't seem to be the case it seems to be a wild crossing of Mondeurs Blanche and Dureza grape varieties if you know those from eastern France and Dr J José Vuillamo who we had on the program we uh, episode 12 something like yep. that said it's actually quite closely related Syrah genetically to Pinot Noir, and that's quite interesting. It is. I mean, that that's fascinating, isn't it? Um, but but moving on, really, it, it does have a Jekyll and Hyde thing sort of going on, doesn't mm. it? Um, if you think it, it's best known as Shiraz, and that name is definitely associated with Australia, which is mm. tended to make you know big, ripe fruited, voluptuous wines, and and that style is synonymous with the word Shiraz. Mm. But Syrah, the name Syrah, is definitely more linked to a different style. It's much lower alcohol, um, I would say fresher, and the flavour profile is different. You know, violets, um, pepper, uh, smoky bacon, meat, like you were saying. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the style that's associated with the Northern Rhone, which yeah. is what Tom's asking about. Those names in the Northern Rhone would be Crows Hermitage, Cote Roti, exactly, Saint-Joseph. Um, and, and, and they all major on that kind of style. And that's exactly... That style is one of our all-time favourite red wines, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. Mm. Um, the, the problem is, of course, they can be very expensive. Yeah, absolutely. But, all, you know, you could argue relatively uh, inexpensive compared to the likes of Bordeaux and Burgundy and Piedmont, but, but still yeah. not cheap. Not cheap. But what? But what we, the good news is what we are seeing now, a winemaker's outside the Northern Rhone making this kind of style. A lot of them are in the New World, so you mm. might get a little bit more fruit, a bit more weight, mm. but essentially very much those same Northern Rhone flavours. And they're, again, not cheap, but they can be Pretty good value, actually. That, that's fair enough. They can be good value. And, and you know, we spend a lot of our time trying to find these wines. Absolutely. We, and buy them and exactly, drink them. <laughs> because, we, because we love the stuff. In fact, uh, you did your MW dissertation all about... My, my MW dissertation, I'll, I'll now confess, was basically just an excuse for me to drink nice syrup. It was. It was. Or mm. both of us to drink mm. nice syrup. Um, and talking of which, we've actually opened a, a couple of bottles, mm. haven't we? We'll, we'll mention a few yeah. regions, not the producers, um, because that can go on forever. Uh, we'll put them on our website, uh, yeah. our favourite So we'll just refer people. to these bottles, I guess, you know. Yeah. So uh, on which note, we've got one bottle of chilli and syrup open. So let's start there. Absolutely. Uh, chilli, of course, known for yeah. its Cabernet Sauvignon and Sauvignon Blanc and, and Carmenere. Yeah. Um, but I really firmly believe that Syrah can and will be an absolute star of the future from Chile. We've got all these beautiful degraded granite hillsides, produce really vivid, intense Syrahs like the Northern Rhone, sort of on steroids. Okay, so, so Mr. Mr. Chile, um, which areas would you particularly flag up in Chile? Um, Elqui. San Antonio, um, Casablanca, Aconcagua Costa, I think. And yeah. the one we got open here is is from San Antonio. It's from Loa Barca. It's the Casamarine Miramar Syrah. It's actually 2009. It's an old one. Only 12% 
alcohol. And I have to say, this is lovely. It's beautiful, refreshing, food-friendly and Moorish. But um, we actually tried, I, well, I tried a 2012 recently that was absolutely stunning. Yeah. Great. So, but we're going to move on. Uh, mm-hmm. we, so, so Chile definitely. California is another one. It's got yeah. very similar climate, soil dynamics to Chile. Um, mm. In particularly, I would say in California, you know, the more as as with Chile, the more coastal sites. So, mm. Sonoma Coast, Monterey, Mendocino, Santa Barbara, all producing lovely Rhone style syrups. Again, in that slightly richer more weighty style but that's what we'd expect from from a yeah, warmer it does, country it does depend as well i think that this new new wave of california that sort of it obviously sarah started rome ranger but now i think we're seeing that new wave they really are focusing on lower alcohol and elegance they are you know, so and actually while we're on california we should say a little bit further north washington state and oregon yeah, that's also true. worth looking yeah, yeah, out true, for true, true. and then okay so keeping moving keeping pacific moving. woods uh, <laughs> new zealand you know i think this is oh, one yeah. of our all-time favorite absolutely. new world countries tom for for sarah so if you're looking for that new zealand absolutely fantastic it's a close maybe it's close you can get to the Northern Rhone in the New World? I would say potentially. Because it's quite cool. Yeah. So you get yeah, that lower yeah. alcohol. You do get the cooler. And the sort yeah. of vivid, kind of quite vibrant fruits. Yeah. Uh, again, you know, New Zealand known for Sauvignon Blanc and Pinot Noir, but Chardonnay, in particular Syrah, I think would be really, you know, yeah. our tips for unsung heroes. And Tom, you gave us an excuse to open probably my, well, one of my all-time favourite red wines, <laughs> which is Dry River mm. Martin Brett Syrah from the, from the yeah. south of the North Island. This is a 2009. It is peppery, dark-fruited, complex, the epitome of Perfect New World Syrah for me. Not cheap, though. No. I'm going to give you this, the, the glass to, to shut you up. It's about 50, 60 pounds, isn't it? But I'm a, it is absolutely stunning. So areas in New Zealand we flag up, Martinborough, Wairarapa, Waiheke, uh, also Hawke's Bay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, going close to New Zealand, but moving on a little bit, we've got Australia. Now, mm. we've mentioned Australia with regard to Shiraz, but there's a really exciting yeah, movement at the moment it? towards Rhone-style Syrah. Mm. Um, I was there recently, and definitely in loads of Victoria, in parts of Tasmania, parts of New South Wales, you're getting some brilliant new world but Rhone style Syrahs and in fact in our first episode we we actually featured Clonakilla didn't we yeah beautiful really recommend that one Some, uh, good, the Hilltops is quite good value isn't it it's not bad um, finally I'd, I'd raise a flag for uh, South Africa <laughs> Yeah, they do some brilliant rain style syrups, yeah. don't they? And I think that uh, South Africa always does a good job of marrying that sort of old world complexity with a new world brightness of expression. Yeah. Um, Where are we thinking? Do we well, think Swartland, I yeah. think would be good. You know, I mean, it's made everywhere, frankly. So the producers mm. just as important. We'll put those on the yeah. site. But yeah. areas like Stellenbosch, Constantia, yeah. Elgin, you know, Cedarburg, you know. Tom, there are lots of recommendations there. There are lots of places yeah, you lots go of stuff. to. There are even more that we would say. And I'd certainly actually just mention the Languedoc, although not mm. in the New World, yeah. um, but just outside the Rhone and in really good value for yeah. money in terms yeah. of Syrah. But honestly, our, our, our top tip would be to go to your local independent merchant, just say what you're looking for. I'm looking for a new world Rhone-style Syrah. Mm. And, you know, whatever they suggest, they know their stuff, just go for it. Yeah, yeah. So there we have it. Breathless, breathless whistle-stop <laughs> tour uh, of the globe via the medium of Rhone-style oh, Syrah. That's, that's had to travel in style, though, isn't it? In this yeah. era of coronavirus, yeah. travel via Syrah. Via wine, vicariously. Um, Tom, we hope that's answered your question. Uh, and we've, I think we've managed to do it in record time. Um, so here's to the joys of wine and brevity. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And all the details are on our site, including the producers that we would recommend. Thanks to Nick. Thanks to you, Tom. And, of course, to you for listening. Until next time. Cheers.